This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. It's all you, John. Take it away. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm here with Tom, with uh, Dan, with uh, Greg. Greg. That, that guy. <laughs> uh, and me, and I think there's someone else in the studio someplace. Or is he done for the day? Those are ghosts, John. We no. haven't had anybody in here, John. Those are figments of your imagination. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You must be playing it's with your, your mental blocks it's, again. It's yeah. your little friend <laughs> over here sitting. Well, it's Dan, the imagine, I got you, Dan. It's the imaginary yeah. friend. Hey, I'm not really here either. Yeah. I got to le- tell our listeners that uh, the computer is working this week, actually. So if you want to email us with a comment or a question... You can go to ceoguys at yahoo.com, and I will read it on the air. That's if you don't want to call in. Oh, Danny, I got to tell you something very interesting. Okay. In my freezer, I found another of those one-pound packs of venison burger. That oh, you yeah. Gave me ground ground oh, venison. Yeah, that was good stuff, man. And yesterday, I took the venison burger, put a little Worcestershire sauce mm-hmm. in it, Put some chopped jalapenos, some chopped onions, some garlic, some salt and pepper, an egg, a little milk, some breadcrumbs. Mixed it all up, and I made some awesome. Oh, and then I was making egg hamburger. Too, huh? yeah, you take a raw egg, egg and yeah, mix it in yeah, there? Yeah, that, that's a binder. Okay. That's a binding agent. You're right, because a lot of times it's hard to keep it together. Yeah. And if you put a little <laughs> uh, breadcrumbs in there, it will, you know, bind it also. And then... And then when I was frying them, you know, like, like burgers, you up yeah, you no, it, it doesn't. And, and when I'm frying them like burgers, then I put Swiss cheese on them. Oh, oh man, I'll tell you what, it it was so good. Did you grill it or yeah. or fry it? Well, I I was too lazy to go out to the grill. You fried it. Yeah, I fried it. Yeah, what kind of oil do you use? I didn't. I just put a little butter in the pan. Oh, butter. Okay. Yeah, I just. Put yeah, a I used to use pan. yeah butter. Olive oil, I guess, is better for you as far yeah, as yeah, the oils. You know what? Being as we're giving healthy tips here. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but it was delicious burger. Oh, wonderful. I, I darn it. I, I wish I. I, I gotta I shoot got a, more deer. Yeah, I got. I got a call from uh, some piece, one of the callers or listeners uh, during break, and he says, "Everything's fine. I know how to do all the cooking and everything." 
uh, and how to flavor it. Tell me how to get the fish in the boat. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we do here, John. Oh, well, we tell him how to get here. the fish in the yeah. boat. He's, I, you're I, saying I, the guy knows how to cook him. He just has to catch him. Right. Oh. oh, and you know, tomorrow is Father's Day. I called the big show yesterday. They were talking about Father's Day. Yeah. So I called the big show, and they said, hey, call us if, uh, you know, tell us what you'd like for Father's Day or maybe dumb gifts you got for Father's Day, things like that. So I called. I have got put on hold. And then they hung up on me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who, who who works the phones there. I don't know who's doing that. But uh, yeah, then I they hung they up got on so me. Many, I think they got so many callers. No, there was only two guys because Gary Ellerson said we're going to get to Tom and Bob right after this update. And the next thing was, you know, you hear the you hear the music, you hear what you hear the show, and all of a sudden it was nothing. No, I didn't get that. I just got nothing. I was listening to the show on my cell phone, and all of a sudden it was gone. Well, what did you want for Father's Day? Well, here's the thing. I tell my kids, you don't have to buy me anything for Father's Day. But if you're going to come over and visit, bring some fried chicken. <laughs> That's what you like, fried chicken? Yeah, if you're going to come over, bring some fried chicken. <laughs> Popeyes or Colonel Sanders? I don't care. Popeyes, Colonel Sanders, pick and saves, usually have really good fried chicken, uh, I don't care where it's from. Well, Popeye's is pretty good, and it's a little yeah. cheaper, too. Yeah? Yeah, I think the KFC, that tends to be a little pricey. Yeah. But, but, but it's like still the, good. I it's do all like good. the Colonel's original yeah, recipe. Yeah, it's all good. I like it. There was a new intern named Ben who was working yesterday. Oh. We'll blame it on Ben. Blame it on Ben. Yeah, because it was a voice I didn't, I never heard before. Right, yep. well, new intern named Ben. Accidentally okay. disconnected you? Because yeah. usually when they go to hold, they want you to reset the calls. So they just pick up and say, can you hold on through yeah, this break and right. we'll get to you after that? Right. He, but he, he must might... have pressed the wrong button. Well, Greg, you've done that before, right? You've pressed the wrong button. No, no, my wife. He's going to get nipped on the air. Well, I think we've all pressed the wrong button before. You know? Ooh, not in the radio. Oh, I want my radio in the car. <laughs> okay, speaking of buttons. Okay, let's get back. Uh, speaking of buttons. Back to um, business. The DNR, <laughs> uh, May 23rd up in Sturgeon Bay, had uh, had uh, public input. They had meetings because they're talking about uh, changing uh, some of the commercial fishing um, regulations for whitefish up there. And so they're considering maybe changing the zones to reflect the abundance of the whitefish. And it sounds like maybe they're going to change some of the areas a lot where they're allowing the whitefish to be uh, commercially harvested. And I, from what I gathered, sportsmen were kind of concerned because I think they were, they were worried uh, about maybe incidental walleye catches and so forth. But anyway, the meeting was May 23rd. The DNR is doing its best to get as much input from all interested parties, from uh, the commercial fishermen to the sportsmen and so forth. So if you are still interested, they'll be taking, I believe, comments till uh, June 30th. And um, you can call the guy running it. It's a David, uh, can't read my own writing, Boyarski, I believe, 920-746-2865. Or you can uh, mail... Uh, up there to uh, 110 South Nina Avenue, Sturgeon Bay, 53235. I'm sure you can find more on it with the DNR website. I was just letting you know we have a caller. You didn't need to do that. Oh, oh 
I didn't yeah, know if you knew I, I or could, not. I could flow smoothly into the. Oh well, that's next what I thought. There. You were gonna no. flow into the collar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't need the little yeah. thing by oh. the ear there. Okay, that's fine. And, and the hall, we, we won't hang Ron. up on them like they hang up on you. Yep, we'll not hang up on them. Ron from New Berlin. All right. Good morning, Ron from New Berlin. Hey. How are you today? I want to know if Dan ever saw a mutant squirrel. A mutant squirrel. Well, Danny, have you ever seen a mutant? He stated some mutant dogs. <laughs> kind of like one of you guys in the studio there, you know. <laughs> a mutant squirrel. Yeah, it's got a tail about 14 inches long, bushy, heavy, and the doggone thing, the tail is so heavy, he can barely get his legs off the, the ground when he's jumping around. That's inch. weird. That that tail is so heavy, he can hardly jump up to the... Uh, to the bird bath. He's got to take about three attempts. Now, have you got this mutant squirrel living in your backyard? Yeah. Did you take a picture of him yet? No. Maybe you should. Well, take a picture of this mutant. Is it a gray squirrel or a fox squirrel? Oh, it's a gray squirrel, but the tail is darker than the body. Hmm. Yeah, I think and you better huge. take a picture well, of I've him. I've caught some fo- shot caught shot some fox squirrels that had tails that were 14 inches. Yeah, oh, uh, this thing... Uh, the squirrel, the body isn't that big, and the poor guy's got a, a trouble just running across the lawn. Huge tail, huh? Yeah. Hey, maybe maybe hey. you should put a live trap out, catch him, put him to sleep, and perform a tailectomy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where is he sending the bill? If there were a squirrel porn, that he'd probably be a big hit. He'd have yeah. a career there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. All right, see you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> he needs he's such oh, a freak. Guys. You guys, I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't think Ron was expecting that. All fishing, all hunting, all, all the time. time. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, oh, go ahead. right along those lines, I would like to... How much time do we have? Uh, you got about four minutes. I would like to air my grievances for the week. Oh, go right ahead. Okay, I, I think I'm going to make this a weekly thing. It's going to be the grievances of the week. Yeah, okay. You ought to say that and it lasts one week. Well, that's all right. Okay. Well, here's another week of grievances. Okay. Number one, I'm tired of listening to Obama use the term ISIL. ISIL, He yeah. always says yeah. ISIL. Everybody else says ISIS, and it's like, it's ISIL. I'm sick of hearing him say ISIL. Now, does that, it almost sounds like it gives it, like, the group more respect by calling it ISIL than ISIS. I don't, I don't know. know. That's one thing that bothers me. Okay. The other thing, my other gripe. You go to a four-way stop sign, right? You stop at about the same time as somebody else. Now, I normally try to be relaxed and calm, and I'll normally give a friendly wave yeah. to someone that lets you go. Yeah. But what I hate are the people that give you a wave like you're a dog and in their way, where they go like, Come on, hurry up, hurry You know, I'm sorry to be such a bother to you, that I had the audacity to pull up to the stop sign the same time you did. But, yeah, they give you that wave, wave, like, get out of my way. Those people I oh. hate. That's my other gripe. You got and another I'm, here's another one. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing people say he's the best player on the planet. Do we have to say planet? Why don't you just say galaxy, solar system? Why don't you say he's the best player in the league? That covers it. Yeah, I don't covers. need to hear on the planet when they're talking about James. That another thing that bothers me and the last one yeah the last one is what's that white stuff on your nose okay this is the time of year where i put sunscreen on 
Oh. You walk outside. You did it, Tom, one time. I came in the studio no, and you're freaking out. Oh, going, oh what's, a, what's you that on your nose? You it's duck jazz. What do you think it is? Of course. <laughs> it's it's sunscreen, you idiots. People will have sunscreen. I walked downstairs yesterday and Rick's working goes, what happened to you? What do you mean what happened to me? Because I had sunscreen on my nose. What happened to me? Okay. That's okay. my other gripe. I'm tired what, of hearing what's that white stuff on what, your what, nose. What, what happened to you? So next time, folks, if, with, if you see Bushy with white stuff on your listen, nose, Listen, when I see people with them. white stuff on their face in summer, I know it's sunscreen. You don't have to be Dick Tracy to figure that out. Remember Dick Tracy? He was oh, like, yeah. You're oh, old yeah. enough to remember that. Well, you know, speaking of the driving things that drive you nuts, there's two things that drive me nuts. Number one is people who don't use their directionals. Like, I'm supposed to, you know, know which way you're going to go. Like, I know you're going to change lanes. Right. You know, or I know you're going to turn. It's like, use your That's why they're there. So you can let other people know. Well, I'm not a mind reader. The, the directional. The second, no. the second one is. He didn't say that. Well, that's people, directional. People don't. People have forgotten that right lane turns into right lane. Left lane turns into left lane. In other words, when you're meeting up with somebody parallel to you. Okay, yeah. they're coming at you. You're going towards them. You're in the right lane, and you want to make a right turn. The person across from you is in the left lane, and they want to make a left turn. In other words, you're both going to go down the same street, okay? Yeah. Well, my right lane, I turn into the right lane of the street I'm going on to. That person coming at me, if they're in the left lane, they got to turn into the left lane of the street they're going on to. So many people will cross two or three lanes when they're making that turn. You know what I mean? You're right. They and should cross go left into their left lane, or right into right. Then they should signal, head check, move to the next lane. Exactly. Signal, head check, move to the next lane. Right. Exactly. But, but everybody just cuts right over. Yeah, they just cut right over. So I'd be in the right-hand lane, and I'm going to make a right-hand turn, and here comes this yahoo, you know, across, coming over three lanes in front. It's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, I'm I'm turning here. You you got two. Actually, they got two lanes to turn into yeah. where I am. But, I mean, it's like left into left, right into right. It's as simple as that. Very simple. But a lot of people, people tend to forget that. They're you know? right from their left. Yeah, they tend to forget it. There's a lot of people that don't know how to drive either. Oh, there's a lot of st- what, what do you always say, John, about stupid? Oh, which, which one? You can't, you can't fix stupid. You can't fix stupid. Can't fix, you, know, you, you can't You fix, can't smoke crack. No, no. You, you can't, can't fix stupid, stupid and crack don't smoke nope. itself. Right. <laughs> I, I, must have had too much, I must have had too much of that crack. You class. can't <laughs> fix stupid and crack don't smoke itself. That's what John always says. Yeah, you can't fix stupid and crack don't smoke itself. I hate people on the freeway that are scared to drive on the freeway, so they drive in one lane and they drive one speed, whether it be left lane, middle lane, lane, left lane, middle lane, right lane. It doesn't matter. They're going to pick that lane and they're going to go one speed, whether they have... People behind them or not behind them, and then they're especially if they're in the left in the left hand lane. Oh, that's the worst. And speed limit's seventy miles an hour, and they're going sixty because they're scared to be on the freeway, mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there putting around. And even when there's somebody be when they have an opportunity to go to the middle lane to get over, yeah, they stay in that left lane because they're that's their lane. They're hey, scared. Greg, aren't there signs out on the freeway that say yes. slower traffic, keep right? Keep to the right. Nobody reads any signs. Nobody reads signs. I swear signs, to God. Signs, signs everywhere. You have a big sign. Lane closed, right-hand lane closed, 1,000 feet. Well, right. I'm still pissed off and about it. And they'll wait right <laughs> to the last minute. I'm they still. Won't. 
Move I'm over. St- still aggravated about where they're doing the construction, and it'll be three lanes and zero construction going on. And 10 miles of 55 yeah. miles an hour. Or 50. And the orange cones are off to the side. And it's there's no reason for it at this point. Yeah. There is no construction yeah. going on. There's yeah. three lanes open. Can you guys at least, can they do something? Couldn't they have something where they just flip the sign and change it? But yeah. no, they put the signs up and leave it that way for eight months yeah. you while know, the construction goes on. Bushy, ever since you mentioned that, I've noticed that more and more when you said when you said the cones are off to the side, there's nobody working, but yet it says work zone fifty miles an hour. Fines double. I know that I see that I now cut your nuts off and take your firstborn if they pull you, find you going. After you mention that, no traffic on the road. I think of that all the time now. I'll be driving along, I'll say, There's nobody working. Why is it a work zone? There's nobody here. Or just create a sign that says (laughs) fifty miles. Per hour when people are working oh, yeah. in 70 oh, yeah. That'd be when too not. easy. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Contact our our highway department here and tell them. DOT. It, co- yeah, it costs too much money to make a They'd sign like that, They'd have to make though. more signs, though. Oh, boy. Yeah. People sign? from out of town say that Wisconsin has two seasons, winter and construction. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hey, I like that. That's true. Wow. You got to go oh, over that's it. That's an old like a, hey, is it? That would have been that's a great a time for you for appro- you to pull up that song, Sign, appro- Signs, Everywhere a it. Sign. <laughs> All right, we got to go to a break, folks. We'll be right back. You don't sure. do that. Signs, signs everywhere. Signs. Yeah, my cousin here. Hit it. Here it comes. Signs, signs everywhere. Signs. Do they stop? Do that? Can't you read the signs? Yeah, people don't read the signs anymore. You know, there's a thing in retail that if you put signs up too high, yeah, people will never see them. If your sign is, if your sign is over, I think it's like seven or eight feet, people won't see it. They sometimes they have a hard time seeing signs right in front of them. They but do. if it's if it, if your sign is up too high, or, or nobody, down too low, yeah, nobody will ever see it. Are you talking about roadside signs? No, I'm retail in stores, oh, yeah. retail stores. You know, I, I was, I, oh, I forgot to tell you, at Sherpers uh, today, they got their sidewalk sale. Oh. There's all kinds of stuff. They bring outside onto the sidewalk around Sherpers. They bring it out there, and you go through it and whatever. I don't know. But they got their big sidewalk sale. Good prices on a lot, a lot of stuff. I just hope I get the job of sitting on a nice little chair out there by all that stuff and maybe doze off or something. <laughs> I'm supposed to keep an eye on it. I'll probably snooze. And, uh, I'll be snoozing. <laughs> Being as you're outside, can't you have a smoke then? Anyway, you betcha. I could. I could be having a smoke. Tom, Tom a wants coffee. to have sidewalk sales every day, all year long. <laughs> yeah. Then he can have yeah. a smoke. Speaking of smoking yeah. outside, have you guys been to the new uh, Crawdaddies? No. On no. Greenfield? No. They why? used to be on. Uh, I don't know what Greenfield. it was. Fifty fourth and Greenfield yeah. or sixty fourth and Greenfieldish. Then they shut down for a couple of years, and they reopened on 94th and Greenfield. Well, I took my dad out for his birthday, and he wanted to go there. And they have a patio. Okay. Outdoor seating patio. And my dad is a smoker. I used to be. I smoked for 
15 years. I, I quit a couple years ago. But uh, on this patio, they have no smoking signs. Outside. You cannot, outside. Outside patio, there's no smoking on the outside patio. might bother somebody at the next table, you know? Screw them. It might bother somebody at the next table. You're outdoors. There's there's wind. I know. There's... I know. I know. Yeah, I, I, I know. I can remember we're down. This is this is you know. them. Tell them to move. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there we go. There's the successful restaurant owner right here. <laughs> yeah. This this. Well, we're down. We're down in Texas, and yeah. we're sitting on one of the places where you can eat outside on yeah. on the canal. Those canals go through there mm-hmm. for that. And uh, I'm there with a local guy, and I didn't want to sit outside, and neither did he, and. The only seat that was available was the seat outside. So we're sitting out there, and all of a sudden, this, see, this friend of mine, he goes, Oh, go! He sits grabbing his throat and choking. And I kind of get going shocked, and the other people, he says, Jeez, he says, if I didn't have that, my mouth open, I might might have swallowed that, that fly. I didn't have my mouth open. Well, okay, well, he swallowed a fly? Well, that was because all of these locals, or the non-locals, are trying to feed them with chips to get them to their table. Feed what? The flies? The pigeons. Oh, he didn't mention pigeons. Well, he didn't mention the animal before, and you said I had to mention what what animal bushy, I was talking about that bushy. I wasn't talking about nothing. I'm just reading we're here. We're just listening to you, John. I'm online. Now, wait a minute. Now, you're talking to your people were feeding the pigeons and there were flies around? No, they were feeding the pigeons, so all the pigeons were around. Oh, and a pigeon flew into the guy's mouth? The pigeon flew. There's a and, small pigeon. Oh. And the pigeon. Had a dropping in the guy's mouth. Right. Oh. oh. He, he got it right away. He, wow. dropped. he got it hey. right away. Thanks, Greg. Oh, that's oh. nasty. Hey. That's nasty. You could, you could, like, get really sick from that, couldn't you? No, it's actually good. I put it on my nose. <laughs> I put it on my nose. That white stuff on your nose. It's like mayonnaise. It, yeah, oh, it's oh, it's a great white, sunscreen. That's the white stuff on your right. nose. <laughs> pigeon poop. Yeah. Pigeon just crapped on me. I thought it was a duck, but it's a pigeon. <laughs> hey, just to remind folks, uh, after the 7.30 break, we are going to be doing the trading post brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McMonagall. If you have something to, you know, to sell, uh, hopefully outdoorsy stuff, or if you're looking for something to buy, uh, we will be doing the the trading post after the 7.30 break. You know, sometimes, John, when you're telling a story, we have to, like, pull stuff out of you. We're spo- you yeah. I think what you think is we're supposed to know what you're thinking. <laughs> well, yeah, if it happens to somebody before this, it happened to Bushy before, and you knew exactly and what he was saying. And, and, and he's standing there. there. And he, pigeon has never yeah. crapped in my and mouth. And he's sitting there, John's sitting there pointing at Bushy. He's <laughs> pointing at him. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, it was him. It was his fault. <laughs> Danny, you were just sitting there quiet as a church I mouse. No idea and, what and you he's guys blaming you. I no idea what. I was online reading why Obama uses ISIL instead of ISIS. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, what? God. You know what else is interesting? Northern pike. That's a wonderful species of fish. It is. You know why I think that? Why? Oh, because why? they will bite just about anything. You can find them all over the lake, you know, mostly smaller ones, but there's bigger ones out there, Pewaukee especially. But it seems like they can turn a, a, a slow day into, a, you know, 
heartbeating day. You know what I mean? I mean, because Northern Pike, it seems like they'll come up and they'll just smack anything. Well, when I was a kid, my favorite fish was Northern Pike because it was the first fish of any size that a kid could go out and catch relatively easily yeah, right. by chucking a daredevil. And let me tell you, if if you caught a five-pound northern, five pounds off the dock mm-hmm. on a northern oh, Wisconsin oh. little lake, oh, man, you know, my I remember my yeah. uncle going, oh, Melody caught a five-pound northern off yeah. the dock. And five-pound northern seemed big to me. Yeah, and well, it sure. looks like she fell in the water. Who do you got on the line, Greg? Is that for a trading post? It is not for Trading Post. Oh. We have Keith from Wauwatosa. All right. Hey, good morning, Keith from Wauwatosa. What's up? Uh, good morning, guys. Hi. I've got a uh, challenge here. Uh-oh. Uh, I, um, a friend of mine has, uh, has family members coming in from China in a few weeks, and they've got a 13-year-old son who's never fished before, and the dad hasn't fished before. So I'm in the market for buying a rod and reel for the uh, son and and then figure out what's the best place to go to fish. Now, I don't know if John still sells uh, equipment at his shop. Yes, he does. Yep. He yeah. does. Well, it, yeah, as a matter of fact, you can get some fairly inexpensive rod and reel combos, spinning and push-button uh, casting. Uh, you know, we're talking less than $30, you know. So. Well, and, and, and it's their quality rods and reels. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's willing to spend up to 50 bucks. Now, maybe he's got to take this back to China with him, so maybe the rest of the money can be spent on a, a case for the rod. I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, that's going to be tough. Finding a case? Yeah. yeah that, well, you, you can get these Plano case. Uh, they're round tubes. Tubular, yeah. Yeah, that, that are very oh, sturdy. But you know what? I don't I – don't, I, that's going to be tough. Or you could uh... – I think you could get like I think you can go to a pack Those and mail travel type packs, place. just like oh. a cardboard kind of a tubular tubular type. Yeah, thing. you could. Oh, well, you could buy a PCV. You yeah, know. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you could. could come there's up a with cardboard something. tube you could do. I I almost I don't know if I would even want to take it back. You know, leave it oh, here. It might be more of a hassle <laughs> than anything else. Well, I would probably agree with you, but uh, I'm trying to figure out what they, I'm trying to do. What they think they want to do. Well, you're next. Um, your next question was where to go fishing. Were you looking for a shore fishing spot? Um, actually, I, I was thinking myself about a boat, uh, getting in a boat, and I was actually then thinking about a guy, like maybe one of you guys would guide if you have openings. Well, I'm doing just the the musky guiding right now, which is kind of a um, oh, yeah. kind of Sorry. kind of a that's all the big gear and stuff, and I'll be doing some. Some trolling and stuff. Uh, if you're looking to just do some small fish, you know uh, who's pretty good for catching multi-species? Uh, Mark Crumpetich. Yeah, and Paul Mahalik. Those guys. Those fish guys. Because yeah. they're if he's looking to go out with his rod and reel and catch some bass and bluegills and multi-species, those either of those two guys would be the guys to go with. Yeah. As a matter of fact, out at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, you know where that is across from yeah. Curly's Waterfront Pub. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, they've got the business cards there of these guides who do the multi-species stuff. So you can always you can get one of those there and plus get all the equipment there too. All right? Great. That's all right. great. Thanks guys. Thanks Appreciate for calling. Wait, wait. Yeah. We didn't talk about Do you think about Pewaukee well, Lake? Yes. Okay. Yes, That's definitely. Good. All right. Good. All right. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Bye now. Yep. Take care.
Okay, we got to run to a break right now and an update. And right after that, 799-1250, 414-799-1254, the Trading Post. We'll be right back with more. Fish Attraction Studios. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting Edge Outdoors. What segment do we have, Tom? We have the Trading Post, which is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Iguanago, where they have earned your trust in the quality products they sell. John, we got We should take a ride out there. Uh, where? Out the Bucky's. Oh, we should, yeah. yeah. We should take a ride out there. All right. Now, we had a caller, but they hung up, so call again. We were in the middle of, you know, the opening, the com- end of the commercials, the opening of the show, so 414-799-1250 for the trading post. Now, speaking we of the— We may have been too—we we didn't stand subject for them. Well, that's all right. We're on subject now. Speaking of the topic of the trading post, Bushy, I got a question for you. Yeah. Did your friend Troy Woodrow ever buy that musky spinning rod— <laughs> I, I gave him a month ago. I'll, I'll give you the ten bucks. For it, okay, <laughs> he hasn't. It, He's been in Ohio. Oh well, He's I mean, if he doesn't state. want it, yeah, he, he wants it. Oh, I'll give you okay. the ten. No, bucks. no, that's well, whenever, whenever. Leaning <laughs> <laughs> against the wall. It's not a big deal, but I'm just wondering. You know, it's just like I just thought of that this morning, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Okay, who do you got? We have Ted from Milwaukee with interest. All right. Good morning, Ted. How you doing this morning? Morning, guys. Doing pretty good. How about yourself? All right. Looking to sell something. Uh, actually, the, for the gentleman that just called for the people from China, yeah, I do have a collapsible fishing rod. It actually has the the rod, the reel, and it has a case, so they could actually take it back with them. Oh wow! Oh okay. Yeah, hopefully what, he's uh, listening. Ted, what's your number? Is six four five six nine two nine. Wait a minute, six four one four. Okay, so it's four one four six four five six nine. Two nine for Correct. a collapsible fishing rod and reel with right. a case. Yes. Oh, okay. Maybe they'll give you a call. Hopefully he's listening. Yes, hopefully. So, uh, yeah, I'd be glad to work out something with him. All right. Sounds great. Thanks for calling, Ted. You bet. Have a good day. You too. Bye now. Bye. Bye. 799-1250 is the phone number if somebody wants to call and sell something on the trading post. And we'll, you know, we'll, the lines will be open so you can call between now and, you know, after the break or whatever, if you think of something. Uh, so that will, I'll just end the trading post, but the lines will be open for you to call. The trading post was brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. Go to Bucky'sMeats.com for more information on all the different things they do over there. All right. Now, what do you got over there? Nothing. Nothing. John, what do you got over there? He's grabbing my book and looking through it. <laughs> if you said anything in front of John, help. this is the book, Wilderness Survival for Dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's I was a good gonna, book. You know, before we went to break, we were talking about northern pike, and I think we got sidetracked. Have you ever caught a northern pike that had a jig in it or a leader, you know, a hook with a leader attached or something in it? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes more than just one. Yeah, bait. you know, it's it's funny that you know how northern you know fish have short memories, 
you know, and it's, I think Northern Pike must have the shortest of memories because it seems like they'll bite something, they'll get hooked, your line will break, and then it's like a little while later, you'll get another, you know, you'll get the same pike and you'll have the jig will be in their mouth. True story, Lake of the Woods years ago, Troy Woodrow, as a matter of fact, uh, we were fishing up there and he went to uh, set the hook on a big pike through the ice, three feet of ice. And, uh, of course, it was one of, you know, my buddy Jim Comar's uh, quick strike rigs, which he tied, which we, you know, now call quick snap rigs. Yeah, a little suspect, huh? And the quick snap rig <laughs> snapped, and he lost the fish in about, it's crazy, man. It was like four hours later, in a hole that was about 40 yards away, Troy gets another tip up, pulls in. Same fish. It had his broke off rig. It had his quick strike in it. It had the previous quick snap rig in its jaws. Same fish. Went, swam over, and grabbed another dead bait. See, that's what I mean. Those crazy northerns, man. Those northerns, they're they're just like eating machines, you know. Yeah, but that's their feed up time to go into winter. I mean, that's that's with any animal. Yeah, but it's going into hibernation. Yeah. They'll eat just about yeah. anything. But I mean, this will happen in the summertime too. You know, I mean, uh, they, it seems like they're always around. The pike are always crazy. Yeah, they're always crazy. You know, always biting something. And you ever notice how you know, like muskies will follow a bait. They'll come to the boat. You do the fig right. They'll hang around. Pike don't like hanging around. No, but <laughs> a pike will. It will uh, at times, but generally they don't hang no, around. What a pike does is they'll kind of shoot off to the side and hang around. So you can still figure eight. You don't even have to do an eight. You can do wide circles with your bait, and that pike will come shooting back in and nail it. Yeah. They won't follow and turn, 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 and hit. Right, right, right. But they'll dart off when they see the boat, and then they'll hang right there, keep your bait in the water, and keep working it because they can come shooting back in like a rocket. Right. Okay, we got to go to a quick break. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Uh, Stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back. Go ahead, Welcome baby. back to the Bait Mate <laughs> Fish Attractant Studios. 799-1250 is the number if you have a uh, fishing report. Hunting yeah. report? There are no hunting reports right now, I guess, unless you're shooting unless carp you're, with a bow and arrow. Unless you're Would violating. that be considered hunting or fishing? Well, I guess it's Well, they fish. call it bow fishing. So, bow fishing. You know, okay, so yeah. Something I've never done. No? No, I've never wow. tried that. Never tried that. Ooh, the man who's done everything. No. That, that, kind of I, like I, the you know most what? interesting man of the world yeah, of the right. outdoors no, world. No. Yeah, that's something that it's just never really interested me to shoot carp with a bow. I mean, it just, I, I used, don't know. I used to try it at the East River up in Green Bay yeah. with the old recurve and a Zebco yeah. 202 taped to the bow. <laughs> taped to the bow. <laughs> that was before duct rod. tape, too. Masking tape was the best we could oh. do in the bush household. Oh, and no. reel was a little wobbly. I don't know oh. if we'd... Uh, if I'd have hit one, if I'd even You'd have hit been one, hand I, over hand. I don't think I would have caught the fish. It in the Zebco 202 would have been halfway <laughs> across, headed towards Ashwabanan uh, in the, the East Bay River. Green Bay. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they were wily. They could sense you walking along the shoreline. Those yeah. carp, they'd oh, be yeah. right by shore, and then you'd be walking, and whoosh, they're out of there. Yeah. Need to shoot those Asian carps. 
Yeah. Well, we don't have them here yet. Not yet, but they're they're, they're in, in Illinois. The well, they've been in Illinois for quite a while. Well, they can stay yeah. in Illinois. Actually, as far there. as I'm concerned. Everything can stay in Illinois. <laughs> That's right. We don't care what happens just, just go in ahead Illinois. And, yeah, go and I'll, uh, I'll hey, get Hey, maybe they upset. can pass some stricter yeah. gun laws, and that'll limit the Asian carp. <laughs> now, that would be fun. Just like it's helping everything else down there. Shooting carp with a rifle would be kind of cool. Shotgun. <laughs> I well, wonder actually, how a oh, shotgun boom, you know, works. That, boom, you know that boom. Asian carp where they're jumping out of the water? Yeah. yeah. That would, now, that would be cool. Pull! Yeah. They'd well, be just, jumping and you'd be shooting now, them with now, a listen, double-odd buck. If you buck, knew nobody was, you wouldn't need double-odd buck. Oh, I would just like that, regular birdshot. But it, they're all at once, and you could just boom, 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 boom. I know. Of course, you'd want to be safe and make sure that uh, nobody was behind you. Nobody else. <laughs> nobody is on the river for 100 miles, and there's no dwellings yeah. or settlements, but... Illinois is so bad, they actually have tours where yeah. you can get on this boat, yeah. and when they rev the engine up to a certain speed, the Asian carp will jump up. Yeah, they're out jumping of water. all over the place. Yeah, but they're just trying to make they're just trying to make money off yeah. of everything. I I, I always thought that that would be so God cool. Dang, the Illinois fence. guys, the fence. shotgun. Aren't they making enough money on their toll roads? They got to yeah. make money on the Asian carp now too. Yeah. Hey, look! All of the politicians are taking the money. Yeah, in well, Illinois, let's not let's not Jeez. piss off all our uh, no, Illinois, let's do it. Our Illinois listeners. Right <laughs> no, actually, I like the Illinois. I like the Illinois listeners. I got a lot of good clients come up from Illinois. Yeah, yeah, I like to joke about it. And Illinois. they finally got a good baseball team. It's just the, it's my old rivalry. I'm a Pack, <laughs> the White Sox. I'm a Packer oh, fan. I thought for it was God's the Cubs. Sake. The Cubs. It was are, always the mm-hmm. Bears that I hated. Uh, I don't hate the Bears anymore. I cheered. I cheered when yeah. uh, what Charles Martin body slammed Jim McMahon. I was deer hunting, and I came in the farm to watch in Marinette County, and all of a sudden, that interception, he body slammed me. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, God. I think it was Charles Martin. He you used know, to go out in Green Bay, and he'd have this little hat on, and, and he'd, he'd drink shots. Yeah, I'd see him out at uh, Sebastian's and some of these bars out there. Great big dude. Oh, yeah, he yeah, would be. Yeah. yeah. So we, big we were... Well, pretty soon, you know, football season is around the corner. We'll be having our – we'll see if you can do it again, if you can win. Did it. I win last year yes. and the year before? Yep. Wow. I had two years in a row. You had two years in a row. And now we'll see what happens. Who do you got there? We have Luke from West Bend. All right. Hey, good morning, Luke. How are you doing today? Hey, Tom. This is Luke up at Small Town Bait and Tackle. Oh, hey, Small Town Bait and Tackle. That's in yeah. Barton, right? Yes, sir. Hey, I remembered that. You're a good man. I got it. Mine like, I'm a, mine like a computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crashed. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have a mind so, like a computer. Yeah. This weight thing on yeah. your on your shoulders. Yeah. So, what's going on up by you? Hey, it's been busy. I just finally got a chance to call in. Everybody's heading out today. A beautiful day. Oh to get yeah. Nail yeah. some panfish. So yeah. What yeah. what have you heard about the pan fishing on your area lakes? It's been good again. Monster crab. I mean, you can only take a few on big on little cedar. Excuse me, but they even get some big crappies out there. On big cedar or little? A little cedar. Yeah, little big cedar. crappies. Yeah, gil- Bluegills on big cedar and, and crappies on little. Okay. What, wow. What, what's the bait of choice? Have you heard? Actually, they're still using a lot of waxworms. Really? A lot of stuff I, on I, waxworms. You know, I'm surprised they're not just using the mini mites. They don't have to fool around with that live yeah, bait. They, they are, but they, I don't know. The, the, the red hook with the waxworm yeah. is like the secret right now. To, oh, that's that's the big secret. Red hook yeah. with a waxworm. Yep. Red okay. hook, waxworm. All right. And it, the uh, reason I'm calling is I just want to get out there that the Great Lakes Sport Fisherman's uh, Salmon Fishing Derby is coming up July week, uh, first, second, and third, and they're uh, we're selling tickets here. It's a great, great prizes they got right. over ten thousand dollars in prizes this year. Wow, where's that? Where's where do they hold that out of? 
out of Port Washington, out of oh, okay. Harbor Port, and uh, you get uh, tickets all over. I mean, they got a big fish contest. The uh, largest fish these days was the Daiwa Accudepth uh, combo reel. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice setup. Is that now, do teams go out? I mean, a crew go out? Do, do boats enter this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. they enter this boat. I mean, anybody, basically anybody who wants to go can, can enter it. How so many? How many? Uh, fish and, how many boats do they usually have out there, Luke? Oh, man, I... I don't even know. Lots, it's eh? <laughs> I mean, last year was a it was a pretty good year because the weather was nice and fishing was okay. This year, with the fishing being great, I think they're going to have a huge crowd. Yeah, well, that's it's awesome. Probably the best year in four years they've been having now, out there for fish wise. Tell people where you're located. We're on 144, which is Barton Avenue, north of, just north of downtown West Bend. All right, and your phone number out there? A four one four three three five six six nine zero. Got it, Luke. Thanks for calling. We appreciate the updates. Thank you, Tom. All right, bye now. Bye. Yeah, we do. It's hey, nice. Now, Luke said, "What is there a reduced limit on crappie there?" Or something? Some lakes. So I think West Bend. When he called last week or the week before, he said that West Bend has a fifteen. I mean, excuse me, a Big Cedar Lake. Yeah. has got a fifteen panfish limit. But I didn't have the the new regulations to look at okay. to find out. Well, that's but, still if you're getting nice crappies. Oh, that's plenty. Fifteen of them is plenty. Oh, that's more than enough. Yeah, if they're good. if they're like eleven, twelve inches, that's more than enough. You know. My, yeah. When me I don't yeah, want to fillet any more than fifteen. Yeah. When my son and I go out, we generally keep ten, ten crop. You know, nice crappies and bluegills. We keep ten because that's plenty. You know. I mean. Yeah. So. It depends on well, it depends, I guess, on how big your family is and how many people you're feeding. So, you Greg, got something there? No, no, Greg. Did you give me the Hornswoggle winner too? I did. Yes, he did. Because I got this here. The one was for the. Uh, that is the Hornswoggle. The other the one was. Yep. You did give me the other one too. Yep. Yeah, I remember when he came over and dropped it off okay, here. You might want to write on that. Oh, I got it. I got it. You might okay. want to write which is which, Dan. I got it. I got it. I got the. You got it. You got it covered. We got a system. You got, you you got, got a system, system Tom. System. <laughs> got to have a system. My system is I write on the slip of paper. Greg gives me what it is that I got to send out. Remember Otherwise, when John, I'll forget. Remember when John used to oh, be in charge of shipping this stuff? When out? John was in charge, nobody got anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to take it over. Nobody was getting anything. I just ask him very nicely the next week, saying, "I think I misplaced it. Could you, yeah, please? Could, give could it you to call me? us and we'll send it?" And then the next week, "Oh, I think I misplaced that too. Can you call us?" Six, six months later, hey, I just got to say, "Oh, John, did you want to say anything before we go?" Uh, yeah, uh, the same thing. Uh, but well, I'll tell you, it's it's getting rougher and rougher, and. Uh, God bless everybody and stay free. Yeah, I just want to say happy Father's Day to all those dads out there. Oh, yeah, take your dad fishing. And and bring Tommy to true fried chicken. I wish <laughs> I wish I could take my dad fishing. He's yeah, gone, so take too. him while you can. Me too. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents from the Baitmate Fish Attractant Studios. Talk to you all next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.